This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Hi everybody, welcome to show 335 Aussie Mac Zone. Sorry we're a day late. Yes. How are you, Zan? I'm all right. <laughs> um, I'm a little uh, just drained, really. Yeah. It's been well, uh, one day of work and you were stuffed. Is that right? Uh, one day of work and I was <laughs> absolutely. And when you have to actually do something for our living, <laughs> things change and you get tired and oh god. Poor baby. Poor baby. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah, no, I was just absolutely buggered yesterday. I was, I, I'm a little bit the same tonight, actually. You can see the bags under my eyes and everything <laughs> like that. And I'm looking a bit puffy. I'm a bit tired. Oh, but, <laughs> I know. I'm all right. Yeah. We'll get through this. Um, can you just sit over to your left a bit more? Sorry. A bit more. Nope. No. Nah. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> can you move the rest of the, can you move the other stuff a little bit to it you're uh, right me, sorry no, no you're right yeah that'll do you're in the almost in the middle there yeah 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 all right our Aussie Apple, Apple ramblings this week we have how is it starting back to normality for some people so Zan's not very good <laughs> Oh, no, I'm, I'm fantastic. Yes. I so. feel that uh, we're a little bit hasty, but other than that, I'm all right. Yeah. So, uh, well, we'll wait and see, won't we? We will. Hi, Patricia, or Trish, and hello, Corinne. Thanks for watching. Absolutely. Thank you. Now, we've got a new Apple security blow. If you had an, have an iPhone, look away now. Forbes reports Apple has been hoping to move past its recent run of security warnings, but no such luck. After a dreadful April, here we are in May with yet another security blow for the hundreds of millions of iOS users around the world. And this is um, in, not in response to our Samsung thing last week, but um, yeah. But it just shows, goes to show that, yes... Sorry, everyone has issues. Yeah, you, know? you just have to no, be aware not, of them. Yeah, that's right. We're not picking on Samsung or anything like that, even though we are a little biased in, over here in, uh, you know, Aussie Mac land. Yep. And uh, but you know, it goes to show that everyone has problems, and we're happy to share each. Yes. So uh, this time, it's more than just an overblown export that can be downplayed. This time, it's confirmation that a glut of new security exploits are targeting iOS users. After some torrid security disclosures last year, the first sign of trouble for Apple this time around came with a claim from security researchers at ZetOps that a zero-day vulnerability with Apple's native mail application had been exploited in the wild, combining with other vulnerabilities to compromise devices. Apple denied the exploit had impacted users, but some security officials were not convinced warning users to remove the mail app until the issue is fixed. Then, just a couple of days later, we had reports of 
a new text bomb that exposed Apple devices running iOS 13 to a remotely triggered crash following the receipt of a message containing a crafted text string. Apple is patching both flaws, but the confidence of users was shaken by the scale of the security flaws. I don't know about that because I don't know how yeah, many people are actually either. new. Yeah. <laughs> We're telling oh, no. you now. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't say uh, you know we weren't shaken as such. Nah, and I, yeah. my phone never crashed. My phone, look, if my phone crashed, it's not because of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, David, thanks for watching. And yeah. um, you know, so we're we're definitely not deterred, and yes. we understand that these things happen, and they don't happen often to you know iOS. So. You know, if anything, we're more vigilant to say that, yes, we know that it'll be fixed and it's, you know, it won't happen again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a bit more story to it, but, yeah, there's there's a link there if you really want to listen to it. So, yeah. um, now, story two is Apple unveils biggest update to Logic since the launch of Logic Pro 10. Oh. Apple has unveiled a major update to Logic Pro 10 with a professional version of Live Loops, a completely redesigned sampling workflow, and new beat making tools. Um, sorry, just one second. Just trying to get past something here. It's just. It's all right. It's auto scrolling a bit fast for my reading. <laughs> <laughs> with this collection of powerful creative features, Logic Pro X 10.5 will be a massive release for all musicians, including those producing electronic music. The Mac and Logic Pro X are essential tools used by the world's top musicians and producers to create the music that we all love, said Susan Prescott, Apple's Vice President of Apps, uh, Products Marketing, Logic, no, Product Marketing, Logic X, Logic Pro X 10.5 represents the biggest update to Logic since the launch of Logic Pro X, or whatever you want to call it. 10, 10. Logic Pro 10. With powerful new tools that will inspire every artist from those just getting started with Logic to those already using it to produce Grammy award-winning albums. We can't wait to hear what these artists create next. Pro musicians and producers that are already expressing their excitement for the uh, Logic Pro 10, uh, Logic Pro X 10.5. Saying, oh, no. Yeah. Logic Pro X has always been, uh, so I'm reading it and I keep, yeah, sorry, <laughs> always been one and only draw. The workflow is unmatched and the built in sound libraries. Have been essentially to essential to my music from the beginning. Now, with the addition of Quick Sample, Quick Sampler, and Drum Machine Designer, I'm getting back hours I used to spend in the studio building sounds and kits. This lets me spend more time writing new verses and editing 70 track vocals. And that's from 70, 70 take. Vocals. 70 takes, sorry. 70 take vocals. That's from Phineas O'Connell, Grammy Award winning producer with uh, Billy Eilish. Bad guy. And the album When We All Fall Asleep 
Where do you? Uh, where do we go? Logic Pro X 10.5 has changed the way, uh, changed the way we approach making music. We've been working with all the new features from recording sounds with the MacBook Pro's built-in mic directly to quick sampler to quickly arranging a song while simultaneously recording artists using the live loops. Grid. Logic has been used for years on all our productions and the new version will make it even faster for us to create lasting songs. That's Denzel... Uh, Baptiste. Baptiste and David Brohl of Take a Day Trip. Grammy-nominated producers, Little Nas X, Panini, Sheck, uh, Sheck West, Mo, I oh, know Sheck West, Mo Bamba, Travis Scott, and Kid uh, Cutie. Cutie? Yeah. The Scots, Juice World, Legends, uh, Dear Lupa, uh, Good in Bed, and YNB Cordy, and Kung Fu. Yeah, so they're just the people that they're produced, obviously. So. Yeah. So what about... Goody. So, yep. yeah, it makes... Uh, I've heard some other reports about it this week, and it's just yep. astounding how much and what you can do with it now, apparently. So, um. David said that a current affair was scratching on kids gaming tonight. Okay. And I, I missed the current affair, uh, probably because it's garbage. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, anything uh, Channel 9 uh, has to say, it's part of the uh, whole, um, uh, what's his name? The Aussie mogul media that owns Foxtel. Yeah. It's all part of his... Uh, you know, sort of news network. So I think Channel 9 has to say can, yeah, in one ear and out the other. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, that important that I don't even know his name. So there you go. Yeah, well, it's not like the old days where we knew who owned what television and... Yeah. Yeah, and the Packers. Actually, he sold Fox. And he, the... he, yeah, well, the Packer used to own nine. They sold it to him. He doesn't own Fox anymore because he sold Fox to Disney. Yes. That's why you can get Simpsons on Disney, um, Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owns um, Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah. Murdoch. Yeah. He just, yeah. he, just anyway. so, he still owns Fox News. Just yeah. not, not Fox Studios. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, what about gaming? What do we got? Speaking of gaming. Well, um, David, if a kid's able to spend 8K out of a parent's account, it means the parents haven't got the account locked down properly because none of our kids (laughs) on any of our uh, devices can spend any of our money without our permission. So it's not the kid's problem, it's the parent's problem. Um, It's parental settings on the phone or iPad or the Mac or um, how you set up accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that. Our kids could have done the same thing, but we know how to set this sort of stuff up. We've talked about it before, how to do parental settings and stuff like that. So this doesn't happen. Yep. So again, it's not the kid's fault. And even... Poor parenting. See, David said poor parenting. Exactly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and... Hi, Kellyanne. Oh, hi, Kellyanne. Hi, Mason. Hi, Hunter. Hi, Levi. When how we, are you? When, we had, um, when I had little kids, we had uh, our internet... Bank card was yep. 
Yeah, only had money that we put in it, so they couldn't take eight k out of it anyway. It wasn't our main credit card or debit card or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, just to stop that happening. Yep. So you and now think, think ahead sometimes too. Yeah, the, now the way the way internet works anyway, if you got a, like mine, mine comes out each month. It's set. You can't go over. Yeah. You can't go on. You know, you can't go on. You can't go over. It's just set. And if it's done, it's done. So, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So tell me about gaming this week. I'm a little disappointed this week. I tried two games. Yeah. Uh, both of which I couldn't work out. I don't I honestly know if it's uh, me getting older. I do. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> um, I'm, you know, or if, or if it's, uh, it's the games itself, I'm, I'm still a little bit disheartened. Um, so I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> the first game um, I tried was Cho uh, Cho Rocket Universe. Now this is a Sega game, so I expected a little bit more. Um, Got you press uh, either multiplayer, which is online, or you can do story mode. I did story mode. I didn't even try the multiplayer because I got into story uh, story mode, and it tells you a little bit of the story, then puts you on a like the surface of a moon or a planet with a rocket. From there, I couldn't move. It just froze and wouldn't let me get past it. I tried and tried and tried for days. I like got rid of it, re- reloaded it in, and I still couldn't get past that where, that first window. Um, so I'm I've left a review for um, Sega or Sega, however you want to say it, um, to have a look at, and hopefully they get back to me and fix the problems. Last time yeah. I did with um, uh, Never Song. Uh, they were back to me in a few days and then fixed the problem. So um, hopefully Sega, being a, a bigger corporation, do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, once they got it up and running again, I'll uh, I'll try to review it again. Second one was Beyond Blue. This one had real problems. I really liked the the trailer they had on Arcade. Uh, quite realistic. You got to swim with uh, big blue whales and and play with dolphins, and it was like you're a scuba diver and you got to swim around these awesome fish, not just dolphins and whales, there was also sharks, and, you know, you, you got all that sort of stuff, um, which was really exciting. I thought, oh, this is going to be cool. You're going to be able to interact with these animals. And, um, again, I uh, this one wasn't freezing or anything like that. It was just on the phone. It was a little bit hard to control. And, uh, again, I don't know if that's because I'm all thumbs or... If um, the game was maybe sort of meant more for the big screen TV, the 4K, um, because of the, the quality. No, but if it's of, an arcade game. I'd... Yeah, it should be set for all. Yes. Uh, yeah. But the quality, of the, like the picture quality and all that sort of stuff would look amazing on the big screen with the 4K. So I'm guessing they sort of were looking for that. tension, But it was hard to control for me. Uh, so I didn't uh, sort of get too far into it. Um, I'm going to put it on the, the TV and uh, give it a go, though, and uh, see if it's any better. Okay. So that's both of the games I, I've done this week, and I, I didn't give them a rating because I really didn't get to play them. Um, Less the rating um, they deserve at the moment, then, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So uh, I'm going to, but again, I, I don't give up. 
Uh, everyone knows that or should know that by now. I'll come back to a game if I can get it to work, then I'll come back to it and I'll and I'll, I'll re-review it and give it the um, you know the rating it deserves. So hopefully that's what happens. Excellent. Uh, entertainment. Michael. Entertainment. Yeah. So YouTube to stream Tribica, Cans, and Sundance film for free starting on May twenty nine. The tender, That's cool. It is. The We Are One Festival will feature twenty movie uh, feature movies from twenty of the world's most famous film festivals. CNET tells us in light of the closures surrounding the coronavirus pandemic, YouTube announced uh, last Monday a global film festival called We Are One. The free online festival will begin May twenty nine and run through to June seven on YouTube. Twenty of the world's most famous film festivals will feature their content. The Berlin International Film Festival, Cannes Film Festival, Sundance Film Festival, Toronto International Film Festival, Tokyo wow. International Film Festival, Tribeca Film Festival, Jerusalem Film Festival, Venice Film Festival will all be presenting. The digital festivals will feature films, shorts, documentaries, comedies, and music and conversations. A full schedule of events will be posted on the festival's YouTube page soon. Now, one of the most unique and inspiring aspects of the world staying home is our ability to come together and experience an event as one. And We Are One, a global film festival, is just that. Richard Kinsel, Chief Business Officer of YouTube, said in a release. The awesome. film festival will benefit the World Health Organization COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. We often talk about film's uniquely powerful role in inspiring and uniting people across borders and differences to help heal the world. All of the world needs healing right now, said Jane Rosenthal, Tribica Enterprises and Tribica Film Festival co-founder and CEO. Tribica also organised and produced the festival. Wow, awesome. So, yeah. I love these film festivals. Do you remember uh, Tropfest? Yep. I used to love Tropfest. The short films in the domain. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who, uh, actually, a couple of friends who put films in and got them through to um, uh, to, to that. I was in yeah. one of the films, in, uh, in one of the short films, a little bit of a, you know, cameo in one. And um, we used to go every year, pack a picnic and a blanket and, you know, go and sit down and watch all the short films. Yeah. So it's such a great, great thing, and for YouTube to do this at a time like that is fantastic. I love to see the world just come together and and give back what what it used to be like. I guess, like yeah. you know, I remember as a kid it being like this. There, people would do this sort of stuff all the time, um, and getting back to that, and not you know, sort of being so far away when we're so close together now with you know, this sort of technology yeah. is is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, excellent. Can't wait to watch that. <laughs> So, uh, we've got this one next. Yes. So, Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. Yeah. Mythic Quest special shot on the iPhone airs May 22. Awesome. Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet, will return to Apple TV Plus on May 22 with a special episode that was written, filmed, and edited remotely entirely on iPhones. Mythic Quest is Apple's TV Plus Imagine is sometimes a hilarious look at life in the offices of a gaming company. The series has a pedigree that's heavily associated with long-running cable comedy series. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's written by the same guys, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like most TV productions, Mythic Quest had been put on the back burner as a safety measure during the outgoing 
ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Now the series will return to Apple's streaming service on May 22 for a special episode titled Mythic Quest Quarantine, according to The Hollywood Reporter. If it's anything like they do with Always Sunny, yeah, uh, and they they've called it Mythic Quest Quarantine, it, it will be fantastic. <laughs> Been stuck all, there, and yeah. all I've got to say about that is rum ham. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now Entertainment Three. So I personally, I'm enjoying the simple old YouTube. Yeah, me too. Now this afternoon, I watched Don Adams. Oh, wow. <laughs> do stand-up comedy in 1957. Oh, that would have been fantastic. Like, that's... You know, Get Smart started in 1960... Late 1965, so it's... Yeah. You know, nine years before that. It was great. Yeah. It was great. And then um, Carol Burnett with Robin Williams. I didn't even yeah. know Robin Williams was on Carol... Anyway, it was a funeral one. Where, yeah. Like, her husband had died and blah, blah, blah. And then... But they show you two takes. And like, yeah. Where he changes in the second take, and <laughs> and then you also had um, Harvey Corman and Tim Conway um, being um, uh, police in disguise in a park, waiting for for a mugger to come along. <laughs> Harvey Corman was like, tried so hey, he must have been biting his tongue so hard not to laugh <laughs> every time he. Tim Conway would do things and he'd start to crack up. <laughs> Just awesome. Just awesome. Oh, fantastic. We, um, we, I was at Amazon, uh, done this um, comedy thing as well. Actually, yeah. so Stan, they're all sort of uh, getting comedians out and about and uh, doing some fun stuff. But um, was it uh, on uh, Amazon, they did the... Um, Frank Woodley, uh, Leno and Woodley. Yeah, yeah. The, the Flight, or whatever it's <laughs> called, where they, it's meant to be a, a story of um, the Wright brothers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the two of them, my God, they've still got it. Like, that That was fantastic. They, have. they definitely They're so yeah. goddamn funny. And um, he, the, he, they talk about, very briefly, they talk about the, the 12-year split and... Um, Oh, Leno just goes on. There's a lot of, you know, sort of swearing in it, but uh, he basically b- blames uh, Frank Woodley for it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and just the way they do it, it's fantastic. It was so well done. Uh, I highly recommend watching it if you haven't already seen it. And it's excellent. They're also doing one that just brings all these comedians together and it's sort of like an improv thing, but it's like Sam Simmons and, and all that, which is just brilliant. Sam Simmons is yeah. Probably one of my, if not my favourite Aussie uh, comedian. Uh, he he, just, he doesn't have a filter <laughs> at all. And <laughs> stuff is just so ridiculous, like making bread shoes on stage. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's just silly. It's silly, silly stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but speaking of YouTube, we've been watching heaps of YouTube just because of the content. Yeah. Uh, we found a page that's on there for... Um, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, yeah. And um, the boys love it. <laughs> oh, my God. They just love it. They laugh so hard at people coming to Gutsa. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Hunter. Hunter thinks it's hilarious. You know, they, you know, see someone on a motorbike come off and land in a, in a creek or something like that. Yeah, he just yeah. thinks it's great. 
or animal ones. Um, Mason loves the the silly dog ones. It <laughs> puts him in stitches. So uh, we've been watching lots of that on YouTube. Excellent. And also uh, Mighty Car Mods. Uh, <laughs> I watch a lot of uh, Mighty Car Mods on there. Western Sydney guy, uh, guys from Western Sydney. Well, Sydney anyway. You know, I think yeah. they're more hills region out Castle Hill way, but uh, you know they they still drive around everywhere around here and um, building awesome cars and uh, for Aussie blokes. So yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah I, um, I watched some other ones this week, which Zach King, who's a magician that uses you know timing when to do proper cuts, and yeah. he, he's had a thing now where if he shows your like you send him videos. If he shows the videos, he gives you a pin, blah blah blah. Oh, but, he, cool. he, but he showed about forty people who'd sent stuff into him that they were really good, really creative. Yeah. yeah. And he explains little bits about how to do it, and, and you know, because they're not you know ten grand's worth of professional studio doing it, and all the yeah. way you've got to be you know. And he shows how people are getting really creative. Yeah. Um, he had one where you know two people were in a in a a doorway with a table in between instead of a mirror. Yeah, so, yeah. But still made it look like a mirror and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was oh, awesome. very, yeah, very cool. clever. Hey, hey J-Dog, thanks for watching, bro. Um, yeah, we watched also uh, one on Netflix, uh, a comedian, uh, not a comedian, a magician, uh, Justin something or another. Yeah. I can't remember his name now, but the boys loved him too. He's very good as well. Excellent. He's a phenomenal magician. I, I love magic. Like yeah, I'm yeah. one of those one of those nerds, you know, that, that really likes magic. Yeah. Um, most people don't like magicians and stuff like that, but I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I love being wondered. Yes, and, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Yeah, um, it's the kid inside. Uh, I explained it uh, to Matt. We're talking about the new Star Wars and and everything like that, and our new and Marvel movies and stuff, and they're yeah. like. You know, oh, they're crap, and oh, I don't like them, and you know, this and that. And I'm like, you're not watching it with the inner eight-year-old. You know, <laughs> you got to watch them with your inner eight-year-old. You know, because otherwise, you won't enjoy them. Yeah. But if you watch them, you know, and you got to remember Star Wars too. Like, they're not they're not speaking to us anymore. They're speaking to the next generation. You know, and so you got to remember if you watch it with your inner eight-year-old, yeah. it's always going to be excellent. And fantasy is fantasy. You need to be able to open that part of your mind up and, and enjoy that. <laughs> That you know, sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, one of the podcasts I listened to today, and they were quoting, going back and some quoting some early uh, Star Wars, and he, yeah, one of the guys said, "Oh, in um, episode episode one, when you know Skywalker did such and such, and he said, no, that was we can remember that was episode four. <laughs> yeah, it's episode four. Even though it was the first one we saw, it was still it's episode the first four. movie. But <laughs> what you got to remember is that the the, you know, the next three were prequels, yep. and so therefore they are one, two, and three. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you watch them in order, it makes sense. If you watch them in order, it actually makes sense. So, so. yeah, I, I was in uh, class today. And kids were talking about Star Wars, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, you know, I'm not a big fan." They, they, they're saying, "I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't really like it that much." You know, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not that good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> and one of the kids caught on, and they're like, "Oh my god, what did your hand say?" <laughs> And for those that are only listening, Zan's actually got the word Star Wars tattooed on Tattooed. His... <laughs> I do. I have Star Wars tattooed on my fingers across the tops of my knuckles. 
Yep. Um, yes, it's just, uh, so yeah, but that was, uh, I thought it'd be funny to get that done because you see lots of, I'm a big guy for those who aren't watching and listening. <laughs> and you're listening, I'm a big guy. I'm about 6'3 and I'm about a hundred and something kilos. Um, I'm also a massive nerd. And um, so you see all the big guys like me and they've got all those mean tattoos across their hands and stuff. So I thought it'd be funny to get Star Wars on mine. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, all cool. Oh, show Ness. Hang on. Tim just said Show Ness. Uh, Star Wars. There you go, Ness. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got Star Wars tattoos on my arms, but I'm not going to show everyone them. <laughs> that was arms, wasn't it? Arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> arms. Yes, it is arms. <laughs> I don't know about the other bit. Um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> are we are we moving on to how tos? Yeah, how to. So, uh, using the scroll bar on your iPhone, it's a bit hard to see. So, if you're in a web page or something, it, it is there on the right hand side. Happy to help, Ness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you just um for the iPhone scroll bar, you open any app that uses the scroll bar, such as Safari or Photos. You locate the scroll bar on the right-hand side of the screen. It's only very, very small. You long press and hold it. Holding down with your finger, you can see it get a little bit bigger, and now you can drag it up and down without any problem whatsoever. Just, just doing that little long press and holding it just a little bit makes yep. all the difference. It does, yep. So, yeah. And I don't think we've got any more how-tos. No. Nope. Now, what about this one here? Is that uh, the European, European Heart Journal? Yeah. Yep. Apple Watch. Um... Yeah. Apple Watch ECG detects signs of coronary encephalia missed by a hospital ECG. Wow. Yeah. Go for it. Nine to five Mac. Nine to five Mac explains since the Apple Watch added the ECG app with the Series Four, numerous stories have surfaced about how the app has contributed to saving people's lives. Now. A new article from the European Heart Journal tells a story of an 80-year-old woman in uh, Mainz. Yeah. What is it? Mainz, I think. Just Mainz? Yeah. Mainz, Germany, whose Apple Watch detected evidence of a heart condition missed by a hospital's ECG. The woman arrived at University Medical Center Mainz complaining of chest pain, irregular heart rhythm, and lightheadedness. At the hospital, doctors performed a traditional 12-channel ECG, which revealed no evidence for is. How do you say that? Is is sorry is chima is is chimia is chimia yeah. Um, The The patient then showed doctors the results of ECG tests that she took. With her Apple Watch, <laughs> which included tracking with marked uh, ST segments, the pressing in their results, the doctor said, "See, uh, the doctor did see evidence of myocardial enzema." Yeah, that's how I'm going to say it. it's yeah, enzema. That's right. The patient was transferred to the car. Yeah, that's that ca- catheterization catheterization lab, which showed a left main stem uh, stenos and a left artery 
descending dia- diagonal. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> diagonal bifurcation lesion. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's my English lesson for the week. <laughs> uh, the article from the European Health Journal uh, concluded that the Apple Watch can be used to detect myocardial enzema. Yep. So the development of smart technologies paves the way for new diagnostic possibilities. Yep. In the case of the Apple Watch, after mobile application is installed, the records uh, that record an ECG when a finger is placed on the watch's digital crown. A 30-second tracing is stored in a PDF. Um, and then, yeah, you can use that and, and just forward it and you can retrieve it from the application. Thus, the Apple Watch may be used not only to detect arterial fibrillation or atroventricle conduction disturbances, <laughs> but also detect myocardial insemia. Oh, yeah. An apple a day may keep myocardial infraction away. That's not yes. going to take over yours, is it? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tim just said, um, how to, did you know that if you need to go back and correct your typing, if you hold down the space by the keyboard, uh, Goes back and then becomes track uh, becomes a trackpad. Yep. So you can move the cursor back to where you need it, if you need to change a word or something on iPhone or Android keyboard. Yeah, you've got yep. a lot, long press, not hard press. Yeah, long it's press. not a hard. It's a it's a long press, and it will go in between words and everything yep. like that. It, yep. So yeah, that's actually a really good one because not most people don't realise they can actually do that. Yeah, and uh, correct their yeah. spelling or. Or whatever. So yeah, thanks, Tim. Thank you. Yeah. So um, now. So what was it? Uh, And remember, an apple a day may keep the myocardial infraction away. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, we still. No, we we still haven't had an official answer from Apple regarding when we're getting the ability to have an ECG on your Apple Watch in Australia. Unfortunately, yep. there is no official comment from Apple about it. I don't know why. Why aren't we allowed to have it? Well, obviously, it hasn't. Pardon th- me. There may be me. other things that are more important on being uh, being given permission, but because it's got to be a federal government approved thing, because it's a health yeah. thing, it's got to yeah, be approved yeah, yeah. by the government. So, obviously, I, I would assume that. Apple have applied for it to be used for ECGs. Maybe Hillsong doesn't like it, so uh, Morrison won't put it forward. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I can't comment on why it's not. Uh, and Apple <laughs> Neither can I, really, but I will. Apple, <laughs> and, and I know for a fact, Apple can't comment on why it's not. Yeah, they're not allowed to either. <laughs> so, yeah. So what's our next story? Uh, story four. Uh, Alexa developer reward, uh, rewards expands to Australia and New Zealand. We are announcing that we have expanded the develop, our Alexa developer rewards program to Australia and New Zealand. From April, you can make money for eligible skills published to the Australian skill store that garner the highest customer engagement each month, as well as in the US, the UK, Germany, Japan, India, France, Italy and Spain. 
You can learn more about Alexa Developer Rewards by visiting our local page, and there'll be a link in the show notes, of course. So you're going to make some money on Alexa? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> but Neither am I. It, it's not... Um, it starts off very simple. Yeah. And you can, yeah. And some of the simple ones are ones that make money. Yeah. And, and then it can can get very, very complex. Yeah. And they still make money. So, yeah. Um, and, and all it is is, you know, Alexa, do this for me or Alexa, do that for me. Yeah. So, but yeah, some are very simple and some are very hard. So, I would love an Alexa or, you know, something there about. Um, I don't know about the Google one. I probably wouldn't go on Google, but I'd go on Alexa mm-hmm. or an Apple. Uh, Apple Home, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Apple Siri, Home. Siri commands, yeah. Yeah, Siri commands, yeah. So that'd be cool too. But, but if I can make money off Alexa, then uh, I'll, I'll I'll take Alexa. <laughs> well, the advantage is Alexa, you you're making the commands. You're not making any app or any. Um, doesn't have to be an app, but yeah, because yeah. you're just making the um, the commands that Alexa uses to perform things. Yeah, that's like right. When yeah, you, you know when you play, say play such and such a song. Yeah. That's all very simple. So get started. Yep. Well, Amazon uh, have now basically, so my all my Amazon is linked now. Yeah. So, and because I have a subscription with Amazon Prime, uh, which is a T, an Amazon TV, which is that I also have Audible, uh, um, Amazon, like the delivery service, yeah. And their, and their music service, mm-hmm. because it's all turns out that it's all now rolled into one. Yes. Um, and, yeah. and so I can go on to any of those, uh, and I have already have an account. Uh, it charges it to my Amazon account that I they already have my details, everything like that. Yeah. And so uh, it's very very cool. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed with it actually. By the way, that, yeah, <laughs> I like. I like this Amazon stuff. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, so if you're uh, in, interested in programming, etc., get started. We evaluate customer engagement and determine school rewards month, uh, on a monthly basis. You can increase customer engagement and potentially earn more rewards by improving your existing skills and publishing new ones. You can also read about best practices for promoting your Alexa skills to reach yeah. more customers. That's Eligible really cool. skill cate- skill categories include education and reference, food and drink, games, trivia and accessories, yep. kids, health and fitness, lifestyle, music and audio, productivity, and yeah, to date, the Alexa Developer Rewards Program has paid millions of dollars to developers in more than twenty countries. You can read about how Gal Sheena, David Markey, or Oscar Merry earned Alexa Developer Rewards on the Alexa Developer blog. There's no need to apply for the program. If your skill qualifies for rewards, you will receive an email from the Alexa team. The email cover the next steps for your registration and payment account setup. Make sure your profile section is up to date in the Alexa Developer console. Cool. For more information, visit our local page 
Alexa Developer Rewards in Australia and New Zealand. Awesome. Which is very simple. And, of course, there'll be a link in the show notes. So show promotions, show notes, links each week on show upload, the link being... AussieMaxzone.com.au forward slash AMZ335 this week. Awesome. There you'll see the last six weeks of show notes. You can email us at... Michael. Or Zahn. At AussieMaxzone.com.au. You can find us on Spotify. Just search AussieMaxzone. You can find us on Apple News at AussieMaxzone. And podcast. Yeah, and uh, we've also I've also been adding something like every second day to the Apple News stories. So yep. keep that up to date. Keep keep watching that. Uh, I've also been including some Apple TV stuff in in the Apple News Aussie Excellent. Max Zone uh, page. Make sure you check out our page on Facebook, Aussie Max Zone. Uh, we see little videos and stuff like that that we, we make, and uh, you can watch our live streams, which would obviously be live now, but they're still there to watch. Yep. Um, thanks to our supporters, you, our listeners. Most important, yes. Yeah. Our listeners, thank you very much. Thanks to everyone that came on tonight. That's right. So yeah, Thank you to Tim, thank you to Dave, thank you to Kellyanne and the boys. Uh, who else have we got? We've got... Trish and... Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Corinne. Yes. Thank you for watching. Yes. And I guess it's up to me now. Yeah. So remember, an apple a day keeps the androids away. Also, something about your cardiovascular system. <laughs> uh, I'm no doctor. So see you later. <laughs> <laughs>